and welcome to ADHD Friendly. I'm Patty Blenderman. I am an ADHD coach and the creator of the ADHD Friendly membership community. If you haven't heard of it or had a chance to check it out, I invite you to do that at my website, ADHDfriendly.com. All right. So it is a week, Thanksgiving week, the week before the conference. And I've got some celebrations and some ADHD friendly tips and my topic this episode, episode 112 is finishing strong. So I'm going to start as I always do with a celebration and we'll dive in. So my celebration is today is November 17th when I'm recording this. It is less than a week before Thanksgiving. It is um, because I am using my ADHD friendly planner which is also a celebration. It's going to hold this up. If you are listening to this episode, I invite you to check out my podcast on YouTube, ADHD Friendly. Um, so you can see the visuals I'm going to share in this episode. This is my beautiful um, ADHD Friendly Planner that I created with the help of my um, graphic designer. And I'll be giving these out at the conference to individuals who sign up for the membership community. So um, I'm super excited to have it. And because I really wanted to, I've been using these tools for years, but I tweaked them slightly when, when, when I went to make this planner. So I wanted to dive into using them. And because the conference is creating such urgency for me to see my time in a way that supports me to navigate it because I've got Thanksgiving and company coming in all next week. And then after that, I have Monday and Tuesday before I have to leave to drive to Baltimore on Wednesday for the conference, November 30th through December 1st. And then I drive back from Baltimore December um, or through, through December 2nd. I drive back on December 3rd and see I'm in my head and my eyes go up and I'm starting to think and try to see all of this. And so I literally mapped out, okay, what days can I do what? What has to happen? And I blocked the day off the Monday I got back off because I wouldn't, I'm going to get home really late. It's going to be dark. It's like a 13, 12, 13 hour drive. So I know I'm going to have to unload the car, unpack, do wash, you know, get caught up on everything at home before I can even dive into reconnecting to work. And so I thought I, I built this nice buffer for myself by taking that, that Monday off. And what I realized was I can't take Monday off because I've worked so hard to get a few podcast episodes ahead and make sure my assistant had time to do the editing of them that what I realized was when I come back, the only episode that won't have aired yet is that episode on December 8th, that Wednesday. I'm not sure if that's the right date, but the, I think it's the sixth, that Wednesday. And that means I have no other episodes recorded yet. So I'm going to have to record an episode that Monday or if anything happens, because if I don't have a buffer, I get sick. If my assistant gets sick, if anything happens and we're going into the Christmas holidays, which is a really busy time in my family. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this. So my celebration is that my planner helped me to pin down my time. I was completely overwhelmed and now it still feels very busy, but it's created urgency for me to go ahead and record this episode to give myself a little bit of a buffer. I had no intention of recording an episode today. Becca's not here to help me record it because I'm again, I wasn't planning on recording today, but my concrete external visual tool, my ADHD friendly planner 
help me to see my time and create the urgency. So here I am recording this episode. That is my celebration. All right. On to my ADHD friendly tip for this week. My tip is ask for help. And I mean that sincerely. It can be really difficult for us to ask for help. We tend to almost more than um, anyone else, we tend to feel this need to do things on our own. We resist asking for help. We sometimes it's just a, a part of our own story that, you know, we'll, we'll resist doing it because it might look weak or it might look needy, or it might look like we don't know what we're doing. And we really want to do it on our own, whatever that, that script is, if that resonates for you, I'm going to encourage you to use this tool of asking for help, start where it feels less discomfort, right? More, more possible. So start small. If this is something that creates a feeling of discomfort for you, but asking for help is really actually something that takes courage. So it's strong to ask for help. It actually makes you a stronger person because everything isn't depending on you. You're able to get support from others where you need it so you can do more. And I want to share a couple of examples since I am so absolutely in over my head in conference tasks I can't even keep up with how many things I've had to do to prepare for my conference session, to preparing for my booth at the conference, to I signed up to do the talent show at the conference. So I have an entire um, American Sign Language routine that I am in the middle of practicing and learning. I did order the thing I'm going to wear for it, but oh my gosh, like I'm like, I knew when I signed up for all this, it was going to be busy, but um, I'm kind of in that anything that goes wrong can potentially overwhelm me because I'm running out of time. And I really am noticing how much more calm I am when I'm asking for help. So I just want to share a couple of examples. The first is my banner. I have a vinyl banner with grommets that I ordered. It's eight feet wide by four feet tall. It's pretty heavy because it's vinyl. And I couldn't figure out how to hang it because I have my mock booth in my dining room. And so I was trying to hang it, cannot figure it out at all. And my husband's going to help me with that this weekend because I, I was just like, I, have, I don't have a clue. So he's going to help me figure out how to hang it. And then I'm going to write down what we do, take pictures and then replicate it. Since I won't have him with me at the conference, I need to be able to do it on my own confidently and confidently is really key for me so that I can stay calm. So I asked for help hanging the banner because he's very handy. And then the other thing that I started worrying about is my, my main purpose for this conference is to promote my ADHD friendly membership community so that other people know about this resource and can explore if it's a good fit for them and what they're looking to support themselves with to thrive with ADHD. And I realized if I'm at the conference and there's any kind of technical difficulty with somebody signing up or something doesn't work as it should, I don't have a clue what to do about it. So I reached out to my um, my tech support, my web designer, and asked her if I gave her the times that I would most likely run into difficulty during the conference and asked her if I could basically pay her a retainer and have her on call if there's anything that goes wrong. And she checked her schedule and she got back to me and she confirmed yes. And that took me a long time to ask because I felt so uncomfortable asking for that. I just thought, oh, it'll probably go fine. I haven't had any, problem, any problems yet. But what if it did? So now I, I don't have that dragging my energy, worrying about it because I've set up support just in case I need it. 
that was hard because it's another expense and this has already been a really expensive conference for me, but for the peace of mind, well worth it. And then the third example is I would, I wanted to make thank you notes when somebody signs up for my membership and I was really happy with what I wrote and I was trying to print it so that I could, um, I was playing around with, you know, how to print it. So again, I'm holding up some examples and it kept cutting off at the bottom. It kept printing crooked. It was, you know, it, maybe it printed neatly, but it was, um, it was on the wrong space on the page or it was too small. I tried a million different things. I got really, or cut off the bottom. So it wasn't showing up anymore. I tried so many different things and it just, it wasn't working. And then I talked to my assistant and she was asking me what program I was using to print it from. And I was like, well, I'm using my Google docs. I just typed you know, the little note and I'm trying to center it on these little cards. I'm making it myself. And she suggested trying it because she knows I have an Apple computer. She said, why don't you try doing it in pages? All of this took me over an hour with no success. And I was really overwhelmed because I didn't know how long to plan for it since if I still had it succeeded. I printed it, it worked. And my little thank you note fit perfectly. I'm so stinking happy with this. And that came because I, I talked it through with my assistant and she helped me think of, she came up with another way for me to try it. And I took me two practice prints and it printed perfectly. And I'm so happy with it because it looks professional. It conveys my gratitude and my excitement to go on this journey of figuring out what things we need to support ourselves to thrive with ADHD, which is what ADHD friendly is all about. So my tip for this week is ask for help. All right. A quick commercial break from ADHD friendly girl. Hello friends. I'm ADHD friendly girl. Are you overwhelmed? unmotivated, run down? Do you stop before you start? The answer to your challenges can be found at ADHD Friendly. ADHD Friendly is where we, where we make the doing easier. Join ADHD Friendly today and start tilting the playing field in favor of your ADHD brain and start thriving. ADHDfriendly.com, where intention meets action. All right, we're back. So my topic for this week is we're coming up in the end of 2023 really quickly here. We got just over two weeks left when this episode um, comes out. And I don't know about you, but everything on my list of intentions didn't get done yet. So I invite you, if you're in a place where, you know, the end of the year is kind of like, oh my gosh, what, what? There's still things I need to do before 2024 gets here. Um, I want to encourage you to maybe explore a few strategies to finish the year strong. And I don't know what that might mean for you, but I'm going to share a few ideas of what might be something to consider. But first I want to start with this quote. It's from Carl Bard. Carl says, no one can go back and make a brand new start, but anyone can start from now and make a brand new beginning. I know there's only two weeks left of this year, but you can still decide this is the beginning of the end of 2023. What do I want to do with the time I still have in this year? So I'm going to share three strategies. The first, you know, my favorite, capture your successes. So whether it's in your visual success journal, which I call my, my expected patronum journal, and you look at pictures throughout the year that capture things that you feel a sense of accomplishment or success for having done them, print them out, slap them in that, like a scrapbook, just get them in there. So you have a way to go back and remember them more easily. Or it could be as simple as 
um, going into your photo app and making an album and calling it 2023 wins and just, you know, favoriting pictures and dragging them in there so that you have them all in one place. You can print them another time. You could just have them digitally and just look at them when you need to connect yourself to those wins with more ease. So that's one strategy to finish strong is just go ahead and capture all the wins from this year. The next strategy is if you had a list of intentions or maybe, maybe you had a 23 and 23 list, you know, that was one of my favorite things to do. It really worked well for me this year. What I love about having a list, wherever you put it, however you have it, if you had anything you intended to do, go back and revisit it and see what did you get done. Again, capturing the successes of what you accomplished, but then also to look at what still needs to happen. And is there anything on that list that you're now seeing in a new light of, oh my gosh, I really need this to happen this year, or I'd really like to check this off this year. Prioritize those things, look at the time you have and plan the time to do them. If you don't have time for this year and it can wait till next year, it can be the beginning of your 24 and 24 list. We'll talk about that at the beginning of 2024. But again, revisit your list, see what you still need to get done. It's getting late in the year to do it, but maybe you, you know, the end of your benefits year and you still want to make an appointment for new eyeglasses or get to the dentist or physical, something that you want to do before your insurance starts over in 2024. Still time potentially to get in or even ask to be on the cancellations list. If they're like, yeah, we don't have anything, but can you put me on the cancellations list? And some doctors will do that. And they'll give you a call if they have an opening. And if you're flexible, you can still squeeze in that appointment. All right. And my third strategy is to take a minute or two and think about what would you change in 2024 to make 2024 work even better for you. So for example, thinking about what do I want more of? in the new year, or what do I want less of? At this very busy time, it's a helpful thing to consider. I have to say, as much as I knew, booking myself for the conference when it was between Thanksgiving and Christmas was something that I really didn't want to do because of the time of year. I did it knowing the impact it was gonna have on this time of year for me. And right now I am walking through that, that time less irritated with myself because I did it knowing how busy it was going to feel and how I don't like to feel busy this time of year in this way. But at the same time, being very, very clear, I will not do this again. <laughs> like I will not, if, you know, there's a conference that happens at this time of year again, I'm not doing it. It's, it's, it's just not something that I enjoy being this busy. I like to focus on the holidays and not be focusing on, you know, getting ready for a conference and all those deadlines. Um, I want more self-care. I want to kind of lean in and, and double down to that. So maybe that's something to consider more of in 2024. I also know I want to lean in even more to accountability. It works so well for me. A lot of what I even do in my membership community, I, I do it because I feel accountable, right? So it creates structure that pulls me into reading and, and creating tools and throwing structure around things that I can then share. If I didn't have this podcast and that membership community to do that for, I wouldn't be pulled into doing as many things as I do. I do it because I love it, but I love more than anything, finding things that can help other people and then sharing them. Um, you might want to explore changing um, systems, maybe, uh, maybe capturing a process of something that you do. Maybe it's how you pay bills and every month or whenever you get around to paying it, it's, it's like drudgery. It's like really hard to start. So maybe you make a list of this is what you do to get started that makes it easier to get started. Or maybe there's something from the holidays you want to remember. You know, whatever it is, capturing that process can really help. 
I always lean again on visuals. So if there's something I can make even more visual, it makes it easier for me to use it. And then I just ask you to explore what else, what else would you do to make 2024 work better than this year has? We always want to, you know, continue that upward spiral and continue to strengthen the things that we're doing in our lives. So I want to, um, we're at the point where I'm going to share a quote and this quote just, I'm in love with it. So I'm going to share this with you. This again is from my, uh, the book I'm quoting from for these episodes, probably for the remainder of 2024, I'll still be quoting for it. Excellent advice for living by Kevin Kelly. Just so many great little quotes in here. All right. So Kevin's quote for this episode is the purpose of a habit is to remove that action from self-negotiation. I just got to chill. Okay. Like that's literally, we're not trying to talk ourselves into doing it. We're trying not trying to negotiate. It's just what we do because it's a habit. It's, it's just ingrained in our actions. He says, you no longer expend energy deciding whether to do it. You just do it. Good habits can range from telling the truth to flossing. And that is so true. So I just love that because I, that is in my experience. The more habits that I become um, ingrained in, then they just become part of what I do. The less effort I have to think about when am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? How long am I going to do it? I just do it. And because it creates so much efficiency, it's what I, I look to do everywhere I can. So thank you, Kevin Kelly, for that, that great quote. There's my thumb up, thumbs up for this episode. Thumbs up to Kevin Kelly's book, Excellent Advice for Living and all of his great accessible little quotes. All right, so quick recap. I encourage you to see your time. I shared in my celebration how seeing my time, especially at the end of the year when things can really feel busy, there's so much going on. See your time by making your tools concrete, visual, external, if you can, making sure they're in your site. So if you don't have an external tool, maybe having a screen where you can have your monitor, just showing your calendar on it all the time. So you don't have to, you know, go back and open it back up. It's just always right there in front of you, make it visual. And then my strategy or ADHD friendly tip for this week, ask for help. Ask for help. It's, it's amazing. We really cannot do everything on our own. Asking for helps allows us to just thrive. So see your time, ask for help, thrive with ADHD. I'll see you on the other side of the conference. Until next time, tally ho. 